It's episode 106 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting across from the owner of Peace of Mind Organic Spa, Janelle Ornella Stanton. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for having me. Yes, I assume, well, I knew ever since I followed you that I wanted to have you on, because um, I think one of the first things I saw when I followed you was you did the collab with Period Corpus Christi. You did the shirts, and... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, did like a fundraiser for Period Corpus Christi. Those shirts were so amazing. I didn't get one. I was so sad about it. They were so great, though. We actually, um, I think we maybe might have one or two. Um, It's funny, with the whole COVID, I had to, um, you know, pretty much break down the shop and bring it home with me. So I found a box with like maybe one or two. So I... I'll send you one. Girl, wait. I, I feel like I, I need to contribute, right? Like, let me do my part and let me let me uh, contribute like I wanted to originally. Um, so, Janelle, congratulations because this month marks 10 years of peace of mind being around, right? Yes. On the 4th of July, we celebrated our 10-year anniversary. How does that feel to have a business? I mean, especially in Corpus, right? Because, you know, I've been here my whole life. Have you been here your whole life? Yes. So you know what it's like for people to own small businesses in Corpus, and yours has been around for 10 years. How does that feel? It, it feels good. Yeah, I mean, it is hard to keep a business going, and I'm sad that not a lot of businesses have been able to make it, but I'm definitely grateful for, you know, the community being able to support us with whatever came through to, you know, keep us rooted, to be honest. And so have you guys always been in the location downtown? Because I feel like that's such a prime spot to be. Yes, yes, we have. And it, it's funny, even though we've been there, we get asked all the time to move closer to, I guess, the south side area. But it's never been something that I wanted to do. For some reason, I just feel like we belong where we're at. Absolutely. I think it's weird that people would ask you to move, but I guess it's that it's again, I mean, I, I, I'm from Corpus and I love this place, but there's that mentality like oh, I have to go all the way downtown. And it's like five miles. <laughs> it's really not very far at all. Uh, that's that's funny to me because I feel like downtown is prime real estate, especially now because there's a lot going on down there and a lot of people wanting to invest and put businesses. So I feel like you did right by deciding to go there. But I'm also jumping ahead. So you're born and raised in Corpus, and have you always been interested, because your salon focuses on mostly organic products, and what you consider to be like healing practices and that kind of thing. Have you always been into that? Yes. Um, I kind of grew up uh, with, with, my parents and my grandparents so you know a lot of things that they did um as far as growing their food and doing their little rituals we've picked up accustomed to um whether it be you know going to the local kundero to get um monkey's blood when you're little and not realizing what it was can seem a little scary mm-hmm. But I mean, it's the way we were raised. See, I think that's neat because that's just a big part of your culture. And 
your family, by the sound of it, wasn't afraid to just bring you into it and introduce it to you. So how did you know that this was something that you wanted to take with you when you made a living? Um, to be honest, this was not the direction I was going in at all. Um, I was going to school to be a photographer. I had wow. created and designed my graduating year of, um, what are they called? <laughs> the yearbooks, mm. sorry. <laughs> um, I was on the photography team freshman year all throughout senior year, so that was just the direction that I wanted to go Go in. Um, it wasn't until my grand grandfather became ill that I quit school and picked up a second job and then decided that I needed to, you know, do whatever it took to go back to school. So it was something that I had done with growing up, you know, after some grandparents would come in from picking cotton or watermelon in the backfields. Um, they would have me rub their hands or their back. So even though I was going for a career in photography, it was just something that, you know, come here, rub my feet, rub my back is something that I've become accustomed to and <laughs> somehow some 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 way I found myself back in school at Del Mar getting my license but it was it wasn't at all the direction I was going to it just it happens license for massage yes wow but I love that backstory right that it, you were doing it as a means of like loving your grandparents and you know showing giving them comfort that that's huge to me and so what part of corpus did you grow up in um well the outskirts of corpus by the airport a little town called clarkwood so we had a lot of cotton fields there was corn my my aunts would come over you know early in the morning to help my great-grandparents go pull whatever they needed to be pulled from the fields um, and just doing it at a really young age, just, it kind of became a custom, you know, and then as the years go by, the droughts, people selling their farms, you know, everything disappearing. And now what you can find in the area is, I think the Pepsi or Budweiser factories out there and mm -hmm. I think Border Patrol, but it's a little town called Clarkwood that was literally four streets a bar and a mini Wow. Everyone knew everyone. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've heard of this place and maybe even passed by it. I mean, is it still called Clarkwood now? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I must have passed by it a few times. That's interesting. So it's in the direction of the airport. But it's still, it's like you're, you're not far from Corpus and yet you seem so far away whenever you're yeah. in a place like that. That sounds so neat. So photography, I want to touch on this a little bit because often, if not always, most times, the women that I talk to on this podcast always start off in one direction and totally end up going somewhere else. And so mm -hmm. what made you, clearly you loved it because you said all throughout high school, you were involved in photography. So where did that love begin? And when did you first start taking pictures? Uh, I had a lot of friends that were in bands and they're still friends of mine. They're if they don't do the band thing on the weekends, they, you know, 
do it for fun, but actually came across an album of all of my friends and I was like, I should just give them back. And the girls were like, no, those are memories. You need to keep those. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, growing up really young, being around a bunch of adults, being able to have a childhood um, led me into the direction of kind of just taking pictures for bands and getting paid for it when I was really young. Wow. Making money when you have no money is just, it's an amazing thing. Well, especially doing something fun like that. I mean, I know you're working, but it sounds to me like it would be fun work. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Not, um, you know, having your fee paid to go and see the bands. So that way you would go do your job, take the pictures and, you know, still have a good time and be able to have that connection with your friends and, I don't know, make, make a thing out of it. It was fun. It was fun. I was really young when that happens. Super young. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think back on that time, I think you and I are probably about the same. You might be younger than me, but... uh yeah, that was back when people would go to shows all the time, right? Oh, I'm going to go to a show, I'm going to go to a show. And there would always be really cool band photography. Um, and I've always admired people that had the eye for that kind of thing because y'all capture stuff that the you know, regular audience viewer isn't catching. And then when we see what you capture on that camera, we're like, wow, like what an amazing moment. That's why I agree with your friends that you do need to keep those because those are memories. I, I thousand percent agree. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I was like, oh, I just, because, I mean, you want to be able to just let your friends see what you created and ch cherish those moments that you had. It, it was funny because I ran into a school teacher at the show, um, my photography yearbook teacher. We ended up taking pictures at one of the shows. And then years later, um, she ends up coming in and being one of my clients. Recently. Oh, wow. So it was it was funny to be able to have that come around circle and be like, well, you know, thank you for leading me in life. And this is where I'm at now. And I, you know, I appreciated your guidance. It's it's fun to see people who were there for you and they didn't have to be there for you, but they were, mm -hmm. and, you know, for them to want to come back and support you with whatever decision it was that you took in life. It's it's nice. Well, what I think is really neat, too, is that you were already kind of doing an entrepreneurial thing at a young age by being like, I'm taking band photos and people are paying me that people who make money doing what they're good at are magical to me. That that's that's a talent, right? Being able to make money doing what you enjoy doing. So would you say you've always had that kind of idea that you wanted to work for yourself or do something a little bit unconventional when it came to a career? Um. So to be honest, I never saw myself working for myself. It just, I was always in those positions, as odd as that sounds. Um, I guess because I grew up, my family, they weren't rich and they weren't poor. They got by with what they could. My grandfather had his own business. You know, my mom worked for everyone else who had their own business, family members, whatever it may be. Wow. But I found myself saying, you know, I'm never going to be in that position where we needed to rely on somebody. Um, I, th I think that was something also that got 
put in my mindset with my grandfather telling me that nobody was ever going to make me happy, that if I wanted something, I needed to go out and do it myself. So, I mean, he never wanted my aunt to work. He wanted me to stay in school. And it, it kind of made me sad because during his passing, uh, that was when I was going to school for photography. He didn't want me to miss school. Um, and I guess because he still wanted me to go to school was why I went back for my massage license. And so after I dropped out for photography. Yeah. So <laughs> so why so because he I I think that's really awesome and a really great characteristic of the older generations is oftentimes they're like no you need to keep doing what you need to do you need to keep going to school and I love that you honored him by going back and so why did you decide not to go with photography anymore because that had been like the obvious choice for a little while right yeah it was a big part of my life um him passing away affected us really and oh how do i put it he, he was the main provider for everyone and without him providing for everyone i had to step in and help my grandmother with with bills and you know paying rent and buying her whatever it was that she needed because his business no longer existed pretty much um there was no income coming in so you know there was this advertisements you know for Delmar classes starting, you know, get your license, start working within six months. Sounded amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, got my license. Well, actually, no. I still supported my grandmother, worked for an office supply store, was going to school. Um, in the middle, met my first, um, my son's father and, um, found myself in an abusive situation where he did not want me to finish school. Um, so we ended up splitting mm -hmm. up and it was him putting me in a dangerous position that made me go and get my license because no one was ever going to tell me no. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I think a lot of women find themselves in positions like that where they almost feel stuck and aren't sure what to do because of someone telling them they can't or they shouldn't in a really awful way. And that's powerful to me that you were like, you know what, no. I mean, you are your grandfather's daughter, granddaughter, I can already tell, you know? I mean, you knew that you needed to go back and, and do what was right for you and, and uh, for your son. Yeah, it's hard, especially when you live with that person and you're being abused. And, you know, back then it was kind of like if you were being abused by your husband, you it, you're not supposed to speak about it. You're just supposed to accept it. Well, I'm not going to accept it because that's not where we're at anymore. And growing up, I saw it in different aunts and uncles whatever was happening whether they were being abused they were doing abuse it, it wasn't okay and you know having to sit down with your family members and talk about what's going on you just need that kind of support so that way they can push you in the right direction um you know i it was really sad but 
it's just something that, you know, you can't be selfish. It can't be about you anymore once there's another life involved. And that's all that matters. I'm so sorry that you went through that. And I just, anyone who goes through that and still, you know, ultimately decides, you know, okay, it's time for me to make it, to, to change something and to, you know, do what's right for me and my family. I just have the utmost respect for, and thank you so much for sharing that. And so it was after you had left that you finished getting your massage therapist license, right? Yes. And where did you get that? Uh, well, I went to Austin, took my exam. Um, it took me, I'm not gonna lie, the test was really hard. <laughs> it took me three times, mm-hmm. but I did not give up. <laughs> Wasn't gonna stop me. Didn't matter how many times I had to take it. Um, but then I worked for a lot of different spas. I worked for the Omni Hotel. I worked for a spa in Cal Allen. Wow. Um, I didn't. I didn't like the way things were ran. I didn't see. It's just I was not happy with the customer service that they were having me provide because it could have been better. Mm-hmm. It could have. So you know, I had two other women reach out to me. I'm sorry, three other women who were also in a position of, you know, getting out of an abusive relationship. And we just decided that we could do this together because we weren't going to be told no. Um, they didn't last very long with me. Everyone parted and everything was left and on everyone left on good terms. Everyone still calls everyone from time to time we keep in touch Mm -hmm. um but it was them leaving that you know i was like i'm not gonna go back i'm not gonna let anything stop me so just going forward with the the whole spa part of it going more into the organic side um but we have to continue education to keep our license Mm -hmm. so it's you know, getting my medical massage license, getting my medical lymphatic certifications, getting my cupping therapy certifications, little things underneath my license to help me keep everything afloat. Um, And then there gets to a point where, you know, you've pretty much already taken, have taken all the educational classes, what's next? So not only um, am I a massage therapist, but I'm also a holistic health coach mm-hmm. and then I have my kids yoga certification and then I ended up going back to school for cosmetology because that was one of my clients main issues was I'm completely organic holistic but but I do my hair color that's the only bad thing mm-hmm. but you know there's there's lots to it there's things they don't talk to you about what these things are in there Um, So I researched and researched. It took me about three years to decide to go back to school for cosmetology because women needed to be helped in a specific way that Corpus was not offering them, this holistic, organic way of being able to still color your hair and, you know, not get the side effects from it. 
Yeah, that's huge. And so I'm about to uh, potentially embarrass my brother-in-law, but he <laughs> he's, he used to grow out his hair like crazy long. Like just, and it, was, it looked fine, but it was a little wild, right? Well, one day he shows up with this like clean, not necessarily clean cut, but just much cleaner than he had looked hair. So all of us are like, where'd you get your haircut? It looks so, so good. And he would not tell us for whatever reason. He's like, oh, this place, I'm not gonna tell you, I'm not gonna tell you. Finally, after like enough badgering, he may have been drunk or something, he told me it was your place. And he's like, you need to check it out because they do all organic everything. And you know, it, there's like a spa and all that. And I'm like, how have I not heard of this place? And sure enough, I see, you know, everything that you're offering. And I'm like, this place sounds amazing. And you've been here for forever. Like you've been here for so long, like that's huge. And I love that you, keep thinking like okay how can I offer more for my clients how can I be a little bit more add a little bit more to the uh, services list kind of thing because you threw in medical massage what's medical massage uh, so I get a lot of clients who've either been in horrible car accidents um, whether it's you know injury because somebody else did it to them or you know um, Career post surgery for cancer issues um, and or cosmetic issues, which I mean, hey, you know, if you have the money and you don't mind going through that kind of pain, mm -hmm. all, whatever you need to be happy, do it. For sure. But I mean, I get a lot of clients who come in with inflammation. We do special techniques to help relieve the help the relief from all the inflammation that they have in their hands, uh, swelling, lymph nodes get affected because your body's just been through trauma, whether it's an accident or a surgery. So I help with those specific issues. Um, and it's everything from manual lymphatic to cupping to, you know, acupressure to, um, you know, kind of, more of a hands-on stretching release because once your body conforms to a specific tightness or tension or whatever may happen if you have the wrong shoes you know you're carrying too much in your purse that's both of those are a thing thank you for saying that <laughs> the, he the heavy purses and i remember for a long time i'd be like man my lower back starting to hurt or something my mom be like you probably need new shoes and i'm like what and then for you to say that i'm like that's a thing i don't think people even think about it yeah, I mean, your pillow, your mattress, everything affects you. And then, so just to have your body on that level of having any type of surgery, you know, it just, we get inflamed. We can't be moving. We have to be in the resting position. So we help with that. That is really, really neat. And so I want to hear more about the being a, did you say a holistic health coach? Yes, uh, so it was kind of like, I try my best to be as healthy as we can um, going into um, school, just pretty much breaking down what's in the, in the ingredients of the labels of the food you eat, you know, what you eat on your environment, it covers everything kind of just to get on a better lifestyle to improve mental health, you know, 
somebody who's looking to get out of that funk and doesn't understand what's going on. For the most part, um, I work with clients who are, you know, don't understand why things are happening the way they're happening, but then the doctors aren't breaking down. Yes, you have to be on a specific diet, but they're not showing them what's in the labels and the foods that they're eating, combining with their medication, causing all the inflammation. So it's just more of the holistic routes Mm -hmm. is what I try to help my clients with. Yeah, so because I like to do some research on you guys before I have you on. And so something that you were saying people could come to you for is to establish a wellness plan. So like say, like walk me through that. Like so if I'm like, you know what, I just need more of like a routine maybe, like like focused on my wellness. How would we go about that with you? So we have some intake forms, um, just depending whether it's your mood that you want to improve, whether you're having issues with your hair falling out, you know, um, you can't get your mind to stay steady. There was there would be different things that we would offer, either setting you up with, you know, some downtime meditation, some oxygen bar, whether it's a sauna treatment, or even just doing a 30-minute massage every other month Mm -hmm. just to kind of keep you focused so it's everything from pretty much your ecosystem you create your own ecosystem and that's going to relay back how you set your mood for the day as if you would you know go and make your bed compared to a person who just gets up and just like goes about the day and doesn't really matter if they're big Mm -hmm. just getting on top of everything to be focused on where you need to be. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the making the bed thing because I started doing that. I think it was like right when the coronavirus started becoming a reality in America. And it was one of those things that I felt like I could control because I would be one of those people that like would sleep as late as possible and you know, my bed would never be made. And now it's like a thing and it's amazing what a difference that makes just having your bed made. I love that you brought that up. Yeah, you know, making your bed, going in the kitchen, getting a glass of water, and just letting the water absorb inside, it gives the same reaction as a cup of coffee. The same energy that you would get from a cup of caffeine would be the same energy that you would essentially get from a glass of water. Not a lot of people realize that, Mm -hmm. but it's a good way to start your day. Yeah, so many people I admire, the first thing they do when they wake up is drink two cups of water. And uh, I'm pretty bad about that. Coffee's the, coffee's the go-to, right? It's two cups of coffee for me, followed by a glass of water, if that. But uh, these small tweaks, I think, are so important. And I love that you're promoting that kind of change. Because it really doesn't take much alterations in your daily activities to feel better, you know? So I, I love that you're promoting that. So when did you decide okay, like I I have my massage therapist license and I want to open up a business for myself. And why peace of mind? Why was it called peace of mind? When did I decide? Um, 
I decided I needed to open up my business when it, it was kind of something that was pushed on me and it was kind of scary to be honest because it was like you need to do this with me and in the back of my head you know I was figured at some point I would open a business but I didn't realize it was going to be this this fast and you know there was there was really nothing stopping us. There was nothing for us to lose. It, it was really just about being together and supporting each other as females mm-hmm. um, to do something with our lives. Um, so I officially got my license in 2007 and um, had been practicing ever since. And, and it was in 2010 that the 4th of July in 2010 that we came together and we opened up Peace of Mind. And Peace of Mind was essentially um, thought of in massage school in 2006 when I did my business plan, um, where my teacher told me that um, he was gonna give me a fairly passing grade, but that it wasn't possible and it was never gonna happen because it was too expensive. Because I had already laid out my whole business plan, eco-friendly, you know, where whenever you come in and you get a service, whatever service you get, you're helping us recycle and, you know, our trash gets turned into medical equipment, playground, um, the hair from our salon gets turned into hair booms, which- Wait, what's that? So it's hair that gets sent to a prison in um, Canada and they make these like laced booms that get stuck, put into the ocean and they absorb any type of oil spill. Whoa, (laughs) I've never even heard of that. Um, I'm not too sure if there's anyone else in Corpus that does it, but we're part of the Green Circle Salon. But, you know, this was something that I had envisioned back in school in 2006. And he's like, it's not going to be possible. Like, it doesn't seem realistic. It's too expensive. We're going to go under your first year of business. I was like, okay, so he gave me, I think he gave me a 71. What a dipshit. paper. I was like, man, okay, I guess. So, you know, it was because of him not being so encouraging with it all that it kind of pushed me back. And I I worked for a lot of people for quite some time before we opened up the business. I remember you're saying that. And thank you for sharing that story because damn it, I have a lot of problems with that. I mean, the very obvious one that he's trying to deter you from going for what you really want yeah something about i i don't want to say his heart was in the wrong place i think he thought he was doing you a favor but at the same time it's like just because you couldn't make your shit work doesn't mean that i couldn't figure out a way because look at you 10 years strong like that is huge does he know (laughs) does he know about peace of mind please tell me he does yeah he does know yeah because um he's still a massage therapist i used to get work done by him the last i was the last i heard of was that he was retiring to go into another type of business but he's no longer practicing but i mean 
how did it feel? I know you didn't do it to like stick it to him, but I mean, ultimately you ended up going that way anyway. And now here you are. Uh, I, he was shocked, but he was like, I looked you up. I, I researched your business. He's like, he's like, good for you. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't doing it to be ugly or rude because nothing really comes from being like that. So I was just as nice as could be. I was there for therapy because I needed it. And he was, I could tell he was kind of standoff and like maybe hurt by it that we were still in business that it actually happened. But I mean, I didn't do it to prove anything to him. All I did was do it to support my family. I am so proud of you for doing that because, yeah, I, a lot of people like yourself find that there are people in leadership roles that aren't intentionally being discouraging, but they're ultimately discouraging, right? It's not the intent, it's the impact. And uh, how many people didn't? You know, how many people took that to heart so, so much that they're like, well, Mr. So-and-so said it's a bad business plan because it wouldn't hold up. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But but still, you kept it in your back pocket, which I love so much, and you executed it. I'm just like so, so (laughs) thrilled for you. So I want to talk a little bit more about massage therapy, because I know it's one thing to massage like your grandparents that you know and love, right? But another thing entirely to massage strangers. And I always ask my leading ladies that are in this, these kinds of industries, because you're really getting all up in people's business, you know? And is it a, is it a weird interaction? Are you just super comfortable with it? No big deal? Um, you know, it, it's, I don't like to work on family members. Not that it should even matter. I just, it's a little weird for me family members i mean of course i had to massage my dad to get my massage license you know i begged everybody to come in because we had to get a specific amount of people it's it's a little weird massaging your dad mm-hmm. i mean but it's massage school you have to do it but once you get into the professional world of it all i mean you don't look at it as being weird because everyone has skin everyone has hair you know you're really focusing on muscles um and when it comes to touching people you know we don't really see faces we don't see color we see muscle fibers we don't there's nothing else that we realize or pay attention to is other than the way the skin lays on the muscles the myofascia tissue pulling whatever direction it may be pulling um, inflammation, you know, placing your hands on somebody and either feeling heat rising from the body or, you know, something that's as scary as noticing a lump at the base of somebody's skull and, you know, catching that and initially saving their life because you were able to catch cancer. Oh my and gosh. Clients, you know, direct them in that right direction to go to the doctor to take a look at that. And yeah, we, we've had several clients that we've, we've caught and you know, that a lot of them are still here with us today and some of them have passed. I mean, just things you can't control. But still that's important because yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're 
you know, you're really getting this, for lack of a better word, I'm going to use the word intimate because I can't think of another word. But I mean, you're getting like really, you know, whenever you're you're uh, massaging them. And so that's, I didn't even consider that you might come across something on their body that they may not even be aware of yet. That mm-hmm. is interesting. Uh, and so I've actually only ever had one... <laughs> one professional massage my whole life and it was this past year and it was just like intro to massage right so I didn't know what I liked disliked or anything but when she massaged my thighs she I had no idea that I carried that kind of tension or whatever you want to call it in my thighs until she was like in them yeah like yeah what you your thighs are just super, super sensitive because it's going to be what holds up the glutes. The glutes are what controls everything. And we don't realize how much tension that we carry in our thighs and in our glutes until, you know, it's being worked on. There's some major muscles in the glutes that if can ruin your day, if you sit wrong or if you step incorrectly or, you know, you have the you're in a rush out the door in heels and you pull something, you can mess up your life. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, in addition to, you know, working tight muscles, what other benefits does massage have on the body? Um, it helps with general circulation. It helps with the improvement of elasticity of the skin. Um, you know, you're getting circulation going. You're helping the body detox. It helps with... Um, focusing, um, getting a one-hour massage is pretty much compared to getting a full eight hours of sleep. You get a lot of benefits from massage. I had no idea. I've been sleeping on massages this whole time because I'm like, I don't need a massage, whatever. Now I'm like, maybe I need to hit up Janelle and see see what these massages are about. So for somebody who's never had one before and comes to your salon, how do you know what kind of massage to give them? So when you come in, uh, we have you fill out paperwork um, and then we'll go over a couple of questions and there's a little map of the body to where you would pretty much put little X's on to where you wanted the main focus. Um, And then we'll go over some questions as if you were in any accidents, any pre-existing injuries or surgeries, maybe that you may be suffering from. You know, mainly if the question is no, then it's gonna be okay, well then we would recommend relaxation massage. But if you suffer from any type of tension headaches or specific pain in different areas, then we would go more down the route of like a deep tissue or a sports massage. I don't know what those are, but I want one. Just just hearing about it, because I'm like, man, like just thinking about, I don't know, just needing that kind of release and the idea of detoxing just sounds so amazing to me. So in addition to the massages and in addition, because y'all have like a full service hair salon, right? Y'all do color, y'all uh-huh. do cuts, y'all do everything. Y'all yes. also offer facials. And how did those get incorporated into what your spa offers? Um, well, um, I have a cupping certification. So in the cupping certification, it helps with scars. It helps with um, a semi-permanent, uh, non-invasive facelift with the cupping. Um, oh, it's cupping on the with, face? Yes. Oh, I it, thought it was like on the back. 
Well, I do body and I do face. Okay. Um, and just during the whole procedure of the facial cupping that, you know, also that's covered underneath my cosmetology license um, where I do the facial part of the, the facials. <laughs> but um, it was getting my certification for the facial cupping that led me into the whole, not only hair color, but the facial part of the licensing. Mm-hmm. And so how difficult was it? Because you said you eventually made the transition to go into organic hair color, right? How difficult was that? Um, you know, because the companies from um, it's the United Kingdom, um, it was just the time frame. It was always hard trying to get a hold of somebody over there. Um, so it just getting in contact maybe took about two months with them um, and then really researching and going into what their product was and how it's worked with. Um, it's, it's not a normal hair color system where you can just apply it on dry hair. You have to go in and you have to open the cuticles with a citrus. Um, the original one was a citrus shampoo based because it's done with mainly, you know, fruits and vegetables and herbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of it is mainly the aromatherapy part of it that helps with the opening of the cuticles and then the depositing of the color. Um, it was, it was a, it was a weights, but <laughs> it, there's a lot of different rules that we have to follow as far as massage therapy side goes mm-hmm. um everyone is both strict on both sides uh but i think i think they meshed pretty well because we had already been asked about the whole bringing in a salon side and i mean not knowing that there's an organic way about it we were always telling clients no i don't see us going in that direction and without even realizing it was going to happen, it happened. It took some time because I had to juggle cosmetology school and work and being able to be there for both is, was hard, but it was worth it. Yeah, I mean, and, in addition to being a mom, you know, mom, a business <laughs> owner, back to school. I mean, that's a lot. But I mean, ultimately, it expanded your business. I mean, in a huge way because you offer so many things at your salon and and to me they're they're just that little bit different quality you know that that a lot of people are looking for they they want to know that their 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 um footprint isn't you know gonna just being a human being you have a big footprint right but like going to a place like yours you know they know that they're helping to minimize it as much as possible because i had no idea you could recycle the the hair none so what, what other kind of uh, programs do y'all have within the salon to kind of minimize waste and that kind of thing? Um, so we'll, all of the products that we purchase, they're, you, I, I know I have had a bunch of different people reach out to me trying to get me to pick up whatever product it is and, you know, whatever product it is that we bring in or that we are doing at the moment i have standards for them like they they can't be a pollutant to the environment you know they have to contribute 
So everyone that we purchase for is either going to be some type of organic organization that also does a program of themselves or has their own private program. Um, so that's where you know our facial line comes in. They have their own recycled water that they reuse with everything that it gets flushed through filtration, a filtration system, and they have their own eco environment because their main base is seaweed. So it's an organic biodome grown seaweed that does amazing things. Um, but everyone that we work with, you know, you ha I have standards for them. I think I got off track. What was the question? No, 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 you didn't. You didn't. Cause I think that that that's, that's amazing. That's, that takes real dedication. You know what I mean? To be like, okay, like if we're going to, if I'm going to do this, you know, you, I need to make sure that you, you and I are on the same page kind of thing. That that's tremendous. Uh, because I think it's easy to be like, well, here at the salon, we're doing that, but who we're purchasing from may not necessarily be doing that. And you're, you're really doing your research, which I think would benefit a lot of people. And something else that you posted about that I thought was really cool is that you're considered a safe zone with the Coastal Bend Wellness Coalition. So tell me about that. So um, I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of family members who are part of the community. And um, there are places that just treat them very badly. And, you know, there's a lot that I can't do being a business owner. Like I have to keep my mouth shut about a lot of things and and it hurts other people, but it shouldn't be like that for them. And, you know, seeing them go through that has made me realize that I don't, I'm not the only person who needs to change with whatever issues it is that I have going on, but everyone else should identify and realize that what they're doing is wrong, no matter if they aren't accustomed to change. Mm -hmm. So it was more of kind of supporting my family and my friends and wanting it, a light to be brought to attention with joining the group and, you know, making us part of the welcoming team for them because you know you shouldn't have to feel ashamed going anywhere because you felt like putting on a pink or red lipstick it shouldn't matter if whatever you were born at that moment isn't the same person you are you know no one ever stays the same everyone changes so why is it okay for you to judge that about whoever is going through those specific situations in their time of life because we also get clients who who confide to us about the things that they're going through and you know we want to be able to help them as much as we can yeah the, i admire that so much you know you're declaring i mean you're putting it out there that you are a safe zone for people in the community and how does one become a safe zone do, do they contact you do you contact them the coastal bend wellness coalition you would have to contact the coastal bend wellness coalition um they have um information on their instagram and on their website even their facebook page you can always call um they have i, I don't know how their classes are going now um because of the whole whole uh covid 19 but when i took my class it wasn't a zoom class so i mean it was fun it was nice being able to talk with other people 
you know, and just realizing what's going on and being able to um, join forces with other people who feel the same as me. Yeah, I think we need more businesses like yours that are not not just quote unquote tolerant, but are openly accepting and welcoming of everyone. That that to me is so important, especially I mean, all, it's always always important. But I mean, you know, there's a reckoning going on right now, and it's just awesome to see people I admire so much like yourself, you know, doing their part. So speaking of COVID nineteen. How has this affected your business? Because I know y'all had to be closed for a good amount of time, right? Yeah, we actually were closed for two and a half months. We closed before everyone was told to shut down. Um, We had already been contacted by licensing about everything that was, you know, about to happen, everything that we were in the process of getting ready for. So we cut all services and we had just come into contact purchase of a whole bunch of cleaning products because well, we were getting ready for the year to come. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to, every year I go to spa shows, we, they show us different type of products if we're interested in buying it, whatever. It's just a show for spa stuff. Well, like I said, I don't do business with, with people or uh, vendors, if you're not going to think about your eco environment, you know what it is you're putting your products into. So there was an, a company that saw eye to eye with me, and they had an amazing cleaning product, and we were just lucky enough to get it in. Um, it was our own personal cleaning product, and we were able to distribute it to the community um, at a time where the community could not get any cleaning products and with that when we purchased the product we were donating it to the nursing homes also so if you purchase the bottle we would donate a bottle wow and with, with that i was able to give my girls a little bit of extra money while they were out of work and then the rest was donated and so on and so how did it feel knowing i mean not knowing you know when when were y'all were going to be able to open back up again and especially you know when texas started opening in phases salons didn't happen until phase two i think yeah it was scary i was ready to throw in the towel it was like all right this is it this is the sign my husband had been begging me to quit to just stay at home but you know, I have never been able to just stay at home. I've always been doing something. Um, I, I think I was coming to terms with this is it. It's it's over. This is this is me throwing in the towel. And I was I was ready to be honest. I was ready because it's so tiring. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get up and work for myself. I get up to work and make sure that my co-workers who are really like family and friends have a place to work because it wasn't just me that I needed to worry about it was everyone else that I worked with and that's really kind of where my head stayed in the game to put in better words it's just you know so many people depended on me not just my family where my husband could help support us but you know people who relied on me for sure so, I mean, it was scary, but I was really relieved that they were 
letting us open back up and they put us on really strict restrictions. You know, we have to wear goggles and a mask and gloves and long sleeves. I mean, it's, it's a nightmare and I can't really breathe, but. Well, I mean, even when massaging, do you have to wear gloves when you're massaging or how does that work? Yeah, it's crazy between and after, during and after the massage, um, cleaning, mopping, sweeping, vacuuming. Of course, we were doing all these things before, but it's like more intense. And then we go over the beds, massage beds with the UV lights just to ensure that, you know, it's super clean because we, we're having everyone fill out COVID paperwork and so the CDC can track if they need to, if we've come in contact with anyone infected. Wow. I mean, did you ever in a million years think that this would potentially be how you'd have to run business? No, never thought it was going to be like this. I mean, I'm a massage therapist. I touch people for a living. Not once did I ever have to wear gloves before. And I was really scared that it was going to affect the way I was able to do a massage, which, I mean, it's a little annoying because there's gloves, but it hasn't been a problem at all. Yeah, I think ultimately your technique is what's going to shine through. And I mean, it's a little bit of an adjustment. But I mean, were people like, I need a massage? Like, as soon as you opened up, they're like, book, 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 book. It, to be honest, it was depressing and it was killing me a little inside because ever since we closed the doors, I was getting literally anywhere between 10 to 20 phone calls a day about booking and why wasn't I taking appointments because there was other places still open and having to explain to them that those were illegal places and I was not about to get a $5,000 fine because I accepted one client. The, the rules are really strict for us and I wasn't trying to break any rules. But, it, but consumers blow my mind because in situations like this, they can literally only think about themselves. Like, it, you know, and I'm not saying all clients are like that, but it's one of those things where there are some people that just only see how they're not getting what they need as opposed to, oh, the woman who owns this place is being safe and taking care of herself and her business so that way she can open up later. I just, for all the reasons I admire you, definitely one of the top is that you're able to do, to be in the service industry because that is a tough industry, even with the people that you really, really like. It's a lot. I mean, so what do you do for yourself to ensure that you get your own self-care? Because you're always taking care of other people. But what do you do for you? Uh, I go to Target. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I try to visit local coffee shops. My favorite coffee coffee shops are going to be like Green Light and or the Coffee Monk. For sure. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> But right now, with everything that's going on, it's kind of like, okay, you're restricted to everything that you can really do. So, you know, yesterday I joked around with um, a local mom about, you know, posting on Facebook and saying, hey, meet me at Target. We can stand six feet away from each other as long as we have masks. And she's like, all right, let's do this. I was like, well, I'll see if I can get away. And, you know, today I ended up having some free time and we just six feet away and just talk to each other about our kids because you know not being able to have human interaction if it's not work can drive you insane (laughs) 
absolutely. Because, yeah, that's all I'm having. Because you're having to go to work every day. I'm having to go to work every day. I've never been one of those people that could work from home. So I totally understand what you're saying. It's just like this weird, surreal situation. But, again, I don't own a business, you know, for you to have to completely adapt at the drop of a hat to accommodate these new rules and these potentials and and I can't help feeling like before like during the actual shutdown was like a like a dress rehearsal because now we're like in it <laughs> uh, yeah I know and everyone's like oh the second phase was like look guys we all knew it was gonna happen you know we wore our masks we were safe not everyone followed our rules and look where everyone is at like I get it it's your freedom you want to do what you want to do but then you can't be selfish because there's other people that don't have your amazing immune system and that's selfish yeah not to mention the fact that I just even people with insurance can't afford hospital bills you know what I mean and it's like just the potential of that alone. Oh, oh, and the swab going up my nose to touch a part of my uh-huh. body that's never been touched is enough for me to stay my ass at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I But at the same time, people like you who are still interacting with, with customers and clients who, who want their services done, I think are so brave because I interact with the same people every day, you know? But you're interacting with different people who've interacted with different people who've interacted with different people all the time. Does that cross your mind? It, it does, and it's kind of it's scary because then the phone rings and I have to ask these questions like, "Have you had flu symptoms? Have you been around anyone who's had flu symptoms? Have you had any allergies?" And you know, if you know, they're normally not going to say yes to you know a flu symptom. But then you say allergies and they say yes. And then I'm like, okay, well, we can't see you for two Mm -hmm. weeks because Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've had allergies or if you've been sick. Yeah, but I think that's a good little, like, to weed them out because it's like, oh, yeah, I suffer from allergies. It's like, get to the back of the line. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, again, like you said, I mean, you're not just looking out for you. You're looking out for the girls that work for you and you know the business and of course the clients who've been working hard to stay safe so that's that's a lot to take on um and i'm just so glad that we have you as a part of our community so for someone who are you taking new clients right now yes we we are taking new clients i mean as as dangerous as that may sound I mean, we're being as safe as we can be. Like I said, we're changing our clothes per each client. We're sanitizing everything down with medical grade disinfectants. We're even going as far as staging between each client because sage kills a lot of bacteria. <laughs> and bad so, juju. Yes. <laughs> um, we're, we're just, you know, don't touch your face, wash your hands, gloves before, gloves are taken off before we walk out of the room. We have, we don't t- touch the same client with the same pair of gloves. You know, everything is thrown away mm-hmm. and then put in a bag um, to be washed. And then we just pretty much suit up and make sure we're in clean equipment and then sanitizing the room and then changing again. And it's a, it's a big procedure, but yeah, it's a lot. I mean, that's, that's probably an extra, I don't know. It's, it's a lot. I've been I mean, just thinking about it, right? Like, if I'm dressed for work and I spill something, the last thing I want to do is change. And y'all have to change every single time. 
that's a lot and thank you for doing that you know because that's what makes you guys amazing and so if people want to book a service with you how do they go about it uh they can give us a call um we pretty much they can even send us the message uh we have our website our website has um our email address on there they can email and book um what's the website it's peaceofmindmassagecorpuschristi.com. Great. And then we can also find y'all on social media. I definitely follow you on Instagram. What's the handle? It is Peace of Mind Massage. Yes, that's at Peace of Mind Massage on Instagram. So check them out. They are always showing uh, their services. You can see the different uh, the uh, color combos they do on hair, which look really good. Um, so that's amazing. And then they can also book services and find out more information about the services on y'all's website. Excellent. Thank you. Yes, Janelle, I want to thank you so much for being here, um, for meeting with me on Zoom. I'm going to have to get, this is going to have to be the new thing. We can't take shots together. I hate that. So I owe you a shot. Uh, but for you, you know, deciding to start a business here in Corpus and for keeping it here in Corpus for 10 years. That's incredible. Congratulations. And I just appreciate you and all that you do. Thank you.